but Godwin was just like, hey, man, I'm telling you right now. Okay, I'm clapping. You hear my hands? Yeah. <laughs> if you kill all humans, what the? I'm clapping, Dracula. And Dracula is like, do not clap at me, boy. To issue number 164 wow. of the Bad Carrot Funky Podcast. Yeah. Tonight we're hunting vampires, demons, and more as we talk about season two of the Netflix original animation, Castlevania. Mm. I got really dramatic. Netflix's on that one. Nintendo's <laughs> Konami's <laughs> Castlevania 3, the animated series. Uh, since we're going to be talking about spoilers and very heavy spoilers, uh, we highly recommend that you uh, watch both seasons. It's only what? 12 episodes if yeah that. the first one was yeah. like a couple and then this one was like 12 yeah so we'll do that and then go ahead and jump back into the archives and listen to issue number 107 of this very podcast uh where we covered the first season and then come back here and resume listening like that's the order you should do it in really worth it uh worth. It, if you caught up on us though and caught up on castlevania well then jump in the pool come on in we've missed you We'll, of course, be talking current events uh, and maybe even a secret question. If Dracula, if Dracula, 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 I like that one better, allows it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good bit. Uh, before all that, let's see who's joining us tonight. We have TV's Casey. Yo. The Bad Coyote himself, Sergio. Welcome, everyone, to the best podcast in the world. Thank you, everyone, who's been listening on SoundCloud, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on Google Play, on Apple Podcasts, everywhere you can listen to a podcast. You can download an app to listen to a podcast, music, uh, anywhere possible. Thank you all for who's been tuning in each and every week to each theme podcast we have and uh, giving us good feedback, like they like the geek-related news that we talk about. Good stuff. We'll keep doing that. And uh, yeah, keep tuning in here on twitch.tv slash Funky. And if you're feeling funky, we uh, got a little thing called uh, Twitch Prime. What's mm. Twitch Prime, you say? Well, if you got an Amazon account, you can tie your Amazon account to a Twitch account and sub for free. Costs you nothing. You're already subscribed to Amazon Prime. Give us a little sub. Give us a little follow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You might Thank turn you. into a giant robot that transforms. Mm. Maybe. I can't guarantee that. Subject to very. Subject to very. Results to very. You might turn into one robot, and then you need to find four other similarly transformed people, and then you combine into one super robot. Allegedly. Boom. Take that, Allegedly. 2018. There you go. And I'm here with the evening, Mr. Greg. Now that we've gotten all of that business out of the way, gentlemen, what happened this week? Oh, man. So the Disney streaming service that is coming to everyone soon, man, they are marching forward with this Mm -hmm. thing with all these announcements. So uh, they're going to be making a Falcon and Winter Soldier series. Wait, wait. Wait, is it Falcon and Winter Soldier or Falcon the series and Winter Soldier also the series? Don't know. Don't know. But it's going to be starring starring Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Oh, man. It's going to be like Lethal Weapon. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Hell oh, yeah! Oh, that'd be so great. I mean, I mean, in uh, their their team up in 
<laughs> the Civil War movie was great. So Their good. dynamic was so subtly funny, but not over the top. I can see them having like this great buddy movie. They don't know any details and how it's going to be, when it's going to start, but it is in the works, and, it, and it's starring the actual stars who were in, in the movie. So I think mm-hmm. that's really interesting. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What do you guys think? Um, I can't. The same reason. I can't wait. I hope it's a buddy cop movie. Yeah. Or series, I should say. Although they're announcing a lot of these Marvel series, like yeah. a lot, like a suspicious amount. I'm wondering if they're going to be full series or mini series, and they're just calling them a series. I want to see why not, because they, they need people to subscribe to this uh, this new streaming service, and they need to give us something with a lot of meat in it to, for us to be like, all right, I'm going to spend this much on you, maybe cancel some other subscriptions I have. I think if, if they make it into a full-time series instead of a mini-series, like, people will be like, hey, it's a full series, get it now. You know, If it's a mini-series, people are like, uh, you can come over and watch it, I'll give you my password or whatever, but I think it's a full-on series, people are like, oh, I'll get it myself, just so I can get into this thing and watch it. But at the same time, it's a lot of money they're throwing at acting. That has to be a lot of money they're throwing at acting. Oh, hell yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited, but I'm cautious of false promises and hopes and <laughs> dreams and all of that. And, and, Are and, you and, shivering and, with anticipation? I was going to say it. pizza. Anticipate. I would have been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we always finish each other's Skittles. What? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I would never see like these two coming together to star in their own... like series and uh apparently it's being written by the guy who um who's in charge of empire the um the the tv show starring um terrence that's interesting yeah i'm just Mm. like wait a minute what (laughs) i mean if if you watch empire and and i do it's kind of like 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 a black music game of thrones it's about a family um who is headed by by terrence howard and and it's about music and and the hip-hop industry and it's more of like a game of thrones thing there's there's a lot of drama there's a lot of like stories that interweave with each other each character has their own arc and it's pretty it's pretty uh it's well written because each episode you watch you don't know what's going to happen it's not one of those shows where you're like okay this is going to happen leading to x y and z like they really throw you for a loop and you don't really know like what what what's 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 going on and i think uh him being it's it's weird because that show is not marvel disney friendly at all Mm -mm. um not to say you know that guy can only do stuff like that but Mm -hmm. he writes some violent things some crazy things i mean there was one episode that that kind of made even uh the the showrunner and the director cry because it was about uh the abuse he had as a kid and he had to have yeah and um and he had uh uh to terrence howard um you know, uh, in a scene where he was flashing back to when he was a kid and he was abused and stuff like that uh, by his parents, uh, namely by his mother who tried to drown him in a tub. And it was like really dark. And I'm like, wait, you're getting the writer for that? Do this Disney Marvel? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's suddenly really uncomfortable. Yeah. Great. I was like, okay, cool. Um, would not have, would not have, okay, great. But it's because he's a great writer. Like the show has some, has some really good plot points in it and some really good twists. I mean, when Empire is in full swing, Twitter goes crazy, absolutely crazy. People don't see characters getting killed off, beaten up, uh, you know, moves being happened, like, you know, like this artist being poached to this industry or that, whatever. It's this whole like weird hip hop Game of Thrones thing. And I'm just like, okay, there is great writing. So we'll, we'll see what he does for this. Maybe he'll hold in that Game of Thrones-ish writing style to uh, this show. Maybe Not- he, maybe he'll end the infamous uh, Robert Downey Jr. recasting of, of War Machine, Terrence Howard. Maybe he ends oh, up Terrence Howard. Maybe, <laughs> can you imagine if they couldn't get Don, Don Cheadle to resume War Machine so they just get him, Terrence Howard to show back up? Dude, that's- his first time is... 
It's next time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so dumb. Like the, the ten shit, years later, the riot shit's like, "Yo, Terrence, uh, come on over, dog. Like, <laughs> come on, come on, come over, <laughs> come man. On you, over. Come on over, dog." And he's just like, "All right, you're right. <laughs> Let's go. The Let's make this Disney money. The money's good over on this side of the fence. Come on over. Money's real good." <laughs> oh man. Speaking of things that are good or kind of really, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Mm. Yeah, uh, Henry Cavill with his uh, first real appearance in full gear as is it Geralt or Gerald? Is it hard? Geralt. Geralt. Is it like GIF or Jif? It's Geralt. 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 GIF. It's a GIF. Okay. Uh, Geralt from the Witcher series uh, with Sans beard, no beard. Very interesting. Apparently, the internet's going crazy, and everyone's like setting the record straight. So, so we saw that that first uh, photo of Henry Cavill, and apparently, the books of The Witcher take place in a time before the video games. And apparently, Geralt doesn't like having a beard; he hates beards, so that's why he doesn't have a beard in the photo. A lot of people were confused because because everyone knows The Witcher like I do from from the games, you know. And uh, apparently, the, the, the books were are, are in a different language; they're Slavic, I think. Mm. Um, and there are some people who actually like read it in that language and they're just like, oh, hey, by the way, like he hated beards. Like he didn't want to have one of the video games take place after. And that's why Henry Cavill doesn't have a beard. And it looks kind of weird because Henry Cavill is too handsome to look like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, they need I to like, like, like rough him up a bit. He needs to look more and more rugged. They need, they need like the slash across his eye. Maybe that comes later. Um, he is wearing contacts. So, so there's, there's that. But, uh, yeah, the internet's just like, oh man, this, uh, this is weird. <laughs> This is weird. Well, it also like, like I, don't, I don't think there's a lot of um, not a lot of like detail put into the costume itself. So it does kind of look like a Halloween costume to me, or like cosplay. Yeah, from what we can see from the yeah. blackness, but they they, they should have showed more of it. Not that weird like black silhouette, like Queen album cover looking. Yeah, looking right. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> just have it come out to full light in a forest or something, and be like, hey, you know. Yeah, I mean, but, just uh, can make the eyes a little more glowy. Give him like a, a couple more scars or something. Like make him l- a little less handsome, a little less clean cut, please. That's that's all. Um, I really do think that he just has PTSD from having facial hair. He looks like Raiden from the Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, <laughs> Raiden. He looks like he could be related to Doc Brown with that hair. Oh, like he's God. his handsome oh, brother. Yeah. I, I love all the memes coming out from <laughs> from, from the internet. It's amazing. People are liking him to to Legolas. Oh People are liking him to <laughs> yeah to Raiden from the Mortal Kombat movie. Um, uh, uh, Thandriel for also from 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 Lord of the Rings movies uh, from the Hobbit. It, it's so funny. All these like quote unquote bad white wigs. People yeah. are like, oh, it looks like this because the, the the white wig is weird. It it, it doesn't match him at all. Yeah. It, it looks really off. I yeah. mean. Woo. I mean, Henry Cavill loves the Witcher series. He's boasted about it. So maybe uh, the acting's really good. Maybe. Or maybe he's just a Targaryen. Or maybe he fought Mag- Magneto and <laughs> absorbed way too much of his power. Now his hair is permanently white. No, I hate that or so Or maybe much. he's a clone of Magneto. Oh, I forgot God. about that, you bastard. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> just got it. I am the Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. That's terrible. terrible. Forgot fan. about that completely. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Other things that are terrible, in my opinion. Oh my! Anyways, so uh, the, the the Birds of Prey movie that's gonna everyone knows is gonna be starring Harley Quinn uh, has casted its villain Black Mask and it's casted the actor Ewan McGregor. That's right, Obi Wan Kenobi, what a General Kenobi. Get some quality quality acting choices for a character not even Batman fans give a shit about. I, yep, I, I feel like after Fargo, Ewan McGregor just wants to do character bits now. You think so? He's just like that was really fun. What can I? What am I? What can I do in the DC universe? Oh, 
it, let's just do like oh. a super thick Italian accent with a mask over me the whole time. That sounds like his character work. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a huge miss. Like maybe that'll they'll start him out like uh you know younger, growing into uh, the black mask as we know it. Uh, Roman Sinus. Maybe they'll do the whole thing with like you know like his family and the Wayne family, like like sit side by side and later. I mean, look, we we don't know anything about this movie, so uh, hopefully, Ewan McGregor won't be too wasted. But yeah, having him just imagine him just the, the whole arc is just him being behind the black mask the entire time. We yeah. don't see how it gets made or anything like that and it's like you and mcgregor behind this mask <laughs> like what he's such a good actor yeah but like, he could literally be anything in the dc universe and he is yeah. this it's it's black mask i think it's a waste it's disappointing but it's about par for the core for the dc uh eu <laughs> so, you know uh casey what do you think oh man i don't know i feel like if you're gonna get that big a-list of an actor you should do like a really good bad guy but the problem is is that so many of the like can you name any bad guys that are exclusive to the birds of prey just based on your previous I, knowledge i'm, I'm gonna have a anything? hard time naming characters that are specific to <laughs> birds of prey in general all right come on <laughs> never mind just villain i can't even think of like a a villain Bane? i mean see that's the but he's not exclusive. Like Bane was a well, he was more of an ally in the later. Are you mixing your see? Are you mixing it up with Secret Six? No, no, no. Because remember, um, Bane fell in love with somewhat Black Canary. I want to say, and ended up turning good and stopped using Venom for it was pre New Fifty Two. No, you're. Are you thinking of his friendship with Scandal Savage? No, 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 no. I'm I'm gonna look this up right now live, and you're, you're okay. gonna talk, and I'm gonna we're gonna get this going. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't I don't know if I'd cast you and McGregor in this in a main role. Like I'm very attached to how Deadpool two did their we got a really great celebrity cameo in this and they have Brad Pitt as the vanisher for like two seconds. Mm -hmm. Like they could have him as like Killer Moth or something in a flashback about Batgirl for one episode, but Ooh. as like yeah, I think that would be fun. Cause he's like the whole thing with Killer Moth is like he's this really like handsome guy, but he's like a villain mm. you know and like kind of a sucky villain and it's a joke that like for a while he was kind of barbara gordon's arch nemesis as batgirl and she didn't really know how to feel about him because he was like really really ridiculously attractive mm. and yet such a terrible bad guy <laughs> i have the high ground harley quinn <laughs> yeah. it's over harley part. i have the high ground i don't know i I just like I've n I can't honestly tell you I've ever read a Black Mask storyline that I was interested in. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I mean his his story itself I think is interesting. Like his origins, it's fine. I mean, most of so like to be fair though, like most of Batman's villains have interesting origins. If you like, if you were to take Black Mask out of the Batman like universe and just be like, this is this character, you'd be like, oh, oh. That's sick. But in comparison, next to all I of think. his other rogues, it's kind of like par for the core. Like oh, no, course. you know you know who I would cast him as? Hmm. Prometheus. Really? Yeah. Okay. You can have the birds of prey basically fighting the anti Batman. I I think I would have Ewan McGregor be the Riddler. I think Ooh. that would be a really good casting choice. Yeah? Well, because like yeah. like Riddler, I think has so many layers to him, not just like the crazy like puzzle one, but like like my favorite stuff obviously is of redemption and when um. The Riddler was actually good for a while, and he actually helped solve crimes and all. And he was actually really yeah. good at it. Like that stuff would be really. He's a layered guy. He's a a good character. And Black Mask isn't very layered. Also, the only Black Mask 
centric story I ever dug was uh, under Arkham Origins. Well, under the Red Hood. Oh, oh, I forgot he was in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. He Dude, Arkham Origins was was pretty good. Arkham Origins is great. Yeah, but it's also not him, really. That's true. Touche. <laughs> so touche, salesman. Um, anyway, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce a new segment tonight. And it's something that we've done in the past, kind of, but I'm officially making it a segment right now. This is called News Nobody Asked For. Da, 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 da. Uh, Bad Boys 3 is officially in the works. Will Smith uh, announced it today on uh, his Instagram account with Martin Lawrence in the feed. So he did like a video. He's super excited. And Martin Lawrence shows up and he's like, y'all not ready for this. And I go, well, yeah, I'm not ready for it because I didn't want it. Like two was a great end to it. And that's that's it. Cut it, cut your yeah, cut and, and I thought that's where it was gonna leave off. I mean, I I'm not gonna pay money to see it, Mm-mm. but I'll 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 definitely see it. It's probably not gonna be good. I'm no. just kind of like like I, I, I don't I don't I don't care about like you know people like oh you shouldn't call stuff too early. I don't know, man. Like. Uh, I mean, is is Martin Lawrence even like in it anymore? I mean, does does he even care? Like, where, where the hell has he been? You know what I mean? He's but, been like, sleeping like, on like, his like, pile of money. That's where he's been. What's yeah. Martin Lawrence been up to? What, these where Martin, days? What's Martin been up to? You know what I mean? Like, we we've seen Will Smith. What's Martin been up to? But yeah, Bad Boys Three. Uh, I I don't know, man. It I don't know. It, it's gonna make a ton of money because people are gonna see it. Like, yeah, a lot of sure, people yeah. are gonna go see this to support this thing. It's gonna be nuts. But uh, yeah. Of all, of all the projects they can do. I mean, I would love for them to team up and do a, a different kind of movie. You know what I mean? Like, to do something else. But Bad Boys? I mean, yeah. I mean, just like Greg said, I think I think 2 was a good end, ending to it all. According to IMDb as well, Bad Boys 4 is announced as well. Yeah, well, I, I heard that's that. That's like when it's they greenlit be... all those Avatar sequels at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why? Don't know. The last thing, <laughs> don't know. The last thing on IMDb on Martin Lawrence's page is partners the TV series in 2014. Wow. The last thing that you've probably seen him in or saw any sort of commercial or marketing for was probably uh Big Mama's house like father like son. Oh my god. No. He <laughs> made another oh, one of those. Martin, you're better than this. That was 2011. Uh if you want to talk about um the last ensemble that maybe had some quality to it would have been Death at a Funeral in 2010. So yeah. he probably hasn't done so. And Bad Boys Two, by the way, was fifteen years ago. Oh, oh my god! Two thousand and three. Your old. Your your daily reminder: Will Smith looks goddamn amazing for his age. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Will Smith and Keanu Reeves are vampires. They're goddamn vampires, or they're Highlanders. I was just going to say, <laughs> but we got to keep it on brand for tonight's show, which is about vampires. Yeah, yeah this other vampires. vampires. They're vampires for, for yeah. brand things. But yeah, that, I found Speaking that pretty of, interesting. Uh, I was going through my Instagram and it was just like Will Smith. I was like, why is Will Smith showing up as one of my like advertisement Instagram? I don't follow him on. And I was like, oh, God, what is he doing? Oh, is that? Why oh, they're is that pushing this. Yeah, they're yeah. definitely pushing this thing. This thing is going to get some marketing, some campaigning. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of money going into this thing. You're going to be. You're not stop hearing about this thing until nope. until it's done. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. S- speaking of, uh, of things that that are coming, things that are going to have lots end. of money and get lots of money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the Game of Thrones showrunner is Benioff and Weiss pitched uh, the series end as movies mm. to uh-huh. HBO. So uh, Game of Thrones is coming out next summer, 2019, and Benioff and Weiss was talking to HBO, saying, "Hey, what if we ended the series in the movie theater?" 
okay? Because they want them to be long. They want to be a lot longer uh, than they are on HBO. They think it could be really good. Um, apparently, HBO softly shot it down. But, uh, you know, I my, my question is, um, is HBO missing an opportunity here by not allowing them to push for the series ending as movies? Now, and it would be more than one movie, um, I think each one being three hours long. And I think they want to make three of them or something like that. But uh, HBO is like, no, nah, we want to keep it on brand. We got to keep people coming to this service. But uh, yeah, is HBO like missing out here, not letting them go to the theater? No. I mean, it's like you got to think about it, especially with HBO becoming more of a streaming service as well with uh, HBO Now. Uh, mm. Netflix is actually testing this out. I was reading as well where they're, Netflix is releasing original movies in theaters. Interesting. And most of the comments I read, I think it was on Facebook where I read this, was, cool, why am I paying Netflix $12 a month, $13 a month? <laughs> so I, I would imagine that HBO subscribers would have a very similar thought process. Making it a movie, I think, is great, but release it on your service. You have a service. It's it's successful for a reason. Use your goddamn service. Yeah. Don't like try to release it in theaters. Now, if you want to release it after the fact in theaters so people can have that like true movie theater going experience surrounded by like fans, other people who like it, I say go for it. But I think the initial release should be on HBO. What do you think, Casey? Um, you know, part of me just wants this goddamn show to end already. Right? Really? Well, I, I mean, I, I love like it. don't get me wrong, I like yeah. it, but yeah. I'm ready for the end. Yeah. Like it's been it's been a slog, but it's been a good slog. It's just you know, I can only follow a show for so long these like these days. In your old age. Like but like, you know, when when you're growing up and you're watching like, oh, it's another season of The Simpsons, it's not like this is not must watching every episode week to week. Shows have changed a lot mm. narratively. And and I think Game of Thrones and stuff like Walking Dead are forerunners of that. But it's like just I'm glad they're ending it, but like they keep delaying it, doing a half season, you know, just commit to making a finished product and just just do it already. Because you know what's probably going to happen? They're going to announce this movie and then it's going to be a part one of two. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to have that to wrap up. And then who knows? Then they might do like a, a, a Wizarding World thing or I mean a Fantastic Beast thing where it's like, oh, we've got this really successful franchise. Let's do all this like apocryphal, you know, stuff to further flesh out the world. Like, oh, we've got a show that follows everybody in Bravos now, but like at a different point in history. You know, it, it's the same fear that always made me worry about if there were ever a Lord of the Rings show. Yeah. You know, because that like the Fellowship stuff is just a footnote in the whole history of middle earth that people could expand on. And it's like, you know, don't get me started on something that it's, it's going to be forever to finish, but like, I love it. Just end it right. That's all I want. I, I think for me, a lot of the aggravation comes from the fact that they told us, I feel like it's been 82 years when they last said, this is the <laughs> last season. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then they kind of cheated and said, nah, this isn't like, this is like a Breaking Bad scenario where this is like a season, but it's like half a season. And now you're going to have to wait another 52 years for the second it half of the season. It just keeps happening. It just, they just keep on like dragging it out. And as much, wow. as, as, much as I love it, I just want it. Like I'm with Casey. Just end it. 
It's cool. I'm about the complete opposite. And this thing could go on for like 20 no. years and I'll still no, watch it. No, man. You would still get watch it. No, don't, no, no. I would, don't I would still even. watch it. Now, 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 it's not get something like The here. Simpsons or like Family Guy or, right. or whatever the fuck is on TV. People like still watch. But uh, like, you know, like like uh, The Walking Dead. It's because it's because they have great writers and they have. They, I mean, Benioff and Weiss have done really good stuff. Sure. Even George R. R. Martin has even said, like, man, like these guys, like do some stuff and come to meetings with. with uh, I mean, like he said, I go into meetings with them and then we discuss certain things, and I'm just like, huh, that's interesting. I didn't think of that, but yeah. I like what you guys did here, and I just love that 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 kind of world. Now, now I say 20 years, which is an exaggeration, right. but you know, I don't know how long I could possibly watch it for. But I've never said that for another show. I mean, like Walking Dead, like I was into really into when it first started but i knew that would come to an end and i didn't want that to go on forever because i was just like okay how far can this thing really go what and about we, now they're gonna continue that without the goddamn protagonist yeah i mean the, the show has already been been been, been dead haha <laughs> yeah. to me for for a while you know like like bless all the actors who found other work and are doing other things and are in like big movies you know like the actor um denai guerrero who's like you know in black panther in uh, one of the biggest movies ever of all time yeah. Um, but but yeah, th this show I think is something special in that you have uh, you have coherent writing, you have great continuity. Um, if you keep up with the show, you can keep up with all the different story arcs. I mean, each story arc, if you were to break that out into a movie, could be its own movie. Like you can just do something on the Tigers, you can do just something on the Lannisters, and I think it would be great. That's not what they're going to do, and that's not really what I want. But I like the fact that you have a show where it smartly weaves all these characters and storylines and families and houses and warriors and mystical creatures and stuff like that, and they have a whole like a compendium. Of, of 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 animals of of references of languages and all these different things and I find it so fascinating that you could actually live in this world I mean if they were even to go so far as to make like a like a theme park for for Game of Thrones I mean sh I mean sure it would blow up at first and it'd be great and after a while it would sizzle but I think it would go on for a very long time um, you know I don't know for how long for but but yeah if they were to do and what they're proposing is exactly what you said to do like a what part one of three or whatever each movie being at least like three hours long it'd be it'd be amazing to see that because the spectacle on Game of Thrones episodes alone is crazy mm. because yeah. of the budget yeah. because of the costumings everything like that so if if they were to get a movie budget which would be even more money um, to do what they need to do it, it would be even crazier i mean i would definitely be down for that but i can see why hbo shot it down for them to have it on their service because people who pay for hbo are like okay like why am i going to go in the theater and see that when i'm paying for this and people will be rightfully pissed off and hbo does not want to piss off all their subscribers like that right. but at the same time i think it would be i think it would be like like a timely um I don't want to say spectacle. It would be it would be like a you know like like a thing for the ages. Just just like how like Avengers, the the whole like Marvel ten years coming up to Infinity War was was just like like a, a time capsule of like what we're going through right now in our century in our in our lifetime. Yeah. And I think uh, something that like that for Game of Thrones would also solidify that if it went to the theaters. But I could see that I, I could personally watch this thing going on for a couple more years because I find it so fascinating. This whole world. I I don't know. I I just don't like the. Uh misdirection of oh yeah this is the last season and that was like three years ago i feel like it's like mm. seasons don't last three years come on i i know it's in i know game of thrones world they do they last quite a while but we're in the real world here don't tell me that yeah. uh it's also been going on since 2011 so we're we're kind of getting oh there. wow yeah, we're kind of getting I realize there. that it's been a while yeah. um speaking of things that have been a while 
the PlayStation Classic has announced uh, what the games are going to be included in the packaging, and the fans aren't too thrilled about it. So um, I will go ahead and very quickly list off the games. Um, you have Battle Arena, Toshinden, Cool Borders 2, Destruction Derby, Final Fantasy 7. Why you want that on another hey. platform? I don't know, but it's in there. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 1, uh, Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Metal Gear Solid, Mr. Driller, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, Rayman, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Revelations Persona, Ridge Racer Type 4, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, Siphon Filter, uh, Tekken 3, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Twisted Metal, and Wild Arms. Now, out of all of those games, the only ones that are worth playing have HD remakes that fans probably have already have played, owned, traded in, done with. Interesting. I know, I personally know a, a couple of people who have canceled their pre-order for the classic. Wow. After this announcement. So. And it's crazy too because, uh, because of, um, there's all these like old school heads, like people who love getting back into that time in their life. Yeah, sure. you know? So there are people who still cut the pre-orders. They're still looking forward to this and, you know, more power too. I mean, hell, there are Twitch streamers who only do classic games. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what new big blockbuster come out, you know, Spider-Man, Red Dead, whatever. They're still playing those classic games. Oh, yeah. So it's interesting that like, <laughs> like <laughs> I want half of the audience is just like, okay, like you said, there were HD remakes. Why the hell am I going to buy this thing? And, and like I already, I, you know, I think there's like, a lot games too that people are just like why is this not included you know and it yeah and they're, they're more like I've seen a lot well, of again they're, they're hg remakes pretty recently spyro crash like <laughs> come on where, where are they at and like it's a lot of these um more in my opinion i wasn't a big playstation one guy but a lot of them seem pretty lackluster to me like whenever where's fucking ape escape ape escape's another one cool borders 2 does not sound all that thrilling to me although i don't know anything about it but when you start putting like sequels or like Ridge Racer Type Four, like I don't know if that's the more popular one or not, but it's like I feel like a guys. racing game is kind of suspect. Come like on. Crash Team, Ra Crash Team Racing, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, Did was they... that PSP? I don't know. That was that was ninety nine, so uh, that's got to be PS one. Yeah. PS, it might be on the fringe. I'm pretty sure it's PS one. Yeah. I don't know. For me, the only names that really stuck out were Final Fantasy VII, Grand Theft Auto, Metal Gear Solid, Odd World, Resident Evil. Is Symphony of the Night on this? Nope. Are you kidding me? Nope. Because they just Fuck. they just released that on PS4 as well. But they, I think it's the PSP uh, port that they brought, not the PS1. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Any version of that game holds up. Yeah. It's an interesting choice of games, and I, I guess you have to be a PlayStation. Fan Maybe. to really get into this and really be excited about this, you know, just like how people were really excited for the Nintendo Direct that uh, that, that that went live today, and people were only about Smash. I mean, I was excited for for, for the Pokemon Ghost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we were like Smash, more Smash. Uh, when they went to commercial hey, break, we're Smash. Uh. To, their, to their credit, Smash was the the impetus for me to buy a Switch. Oh hell yeah, yeah! I'm just listening to the fact that like if, if you're a fan mm -hmm. of something, you're just like I'm down for this. So I think I'm for this standing it till I die. This is the hill I die on. Absolutely. So so I think for for this uh, the PlayStation Classic, I it, it's so weird because to, to me I'm just like, what's the point? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But there are PlayStation fans I've seen on Twitter who are just like, yes, I can't wait. I'm like, 
okay, but I don't know. It's different to me. What's the point? Like, what? I, I, what's the point? Who cares? I mean, you know what I mean. Like, for a lot, like I understand a lot of like the the retro aspect of it too, especially with the Nintendo class or the Nintendo Mini and these SNES Classic Mini. Uh, because of the controllers, they're so unique. They don't really have those mm. anymore. Like you could probably buy a third party uh, one and hook it up to a PC, but it's still just not the same kind of feeling. Whereas yeah. when you look at the PlayStation Classic remote, it's literally just the DualShock without the thumbsticks. So like you can li have the same experience just plugging in a DualShock 4 and not using the thumbsticks with like, I don't know, maybe some sort of emulation or some sort yeah. of like Steam release that was like HD remake or whatever. It's just very all very interesting that, that Sony decided to jump on this bandwagon when anything worth playing on the PlayStation one has already been re-released. I'm, I'm <laughs> as we speak, I'm scrolling down a list of the quote unquote best PlayStation games ever made. Yeah. There are so many that they missed that they could have easily put in here that haven't been remade. Well, I'll, I'll put it to you this legend way. of mana, wild arms, the, um, God, the, there's so I, many. so I, I did a quick Google, Google search for battle arena, uh, Toshinden. And that yeah. game got like a 60-something Metacritic score. If you only have 20 games in your classic system re-release, they have to be, hot take, maybe not, Hondos. 80 or We're, above. Right now, somewhere, there's a uh, Toshinden fanboy. She's like, how dare you, Mr. Greg? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you, my game? I'm, I'm, my sweet game. I'm, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> yeah, you really burned your bridge with the snowboard video game, people. Sorry, oh, yes. so, so speaking of bridges being possibly burnt, mm. <laughs> the Fallout 76 beta, if you pre-ordered, you could access the Fallout 76 beta, has a bug that deletes the 50 gigabyte download, which oh is the whole God. entire game. How even do you fuck up this badly? I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I'm, I gotta tell you, reading... I, I didn't do the beta for a couple of reasons because... I hate playing games that feel unfinished, unpolished, that sort of thing. Um, although I might be the biggest Fallout fan that you know. Um, well, you're the most fanatical. You're just certainly not the tallest that I know. Oh, I'm definitely not the tallest. <laughs> <Got> I don't <laughs> think I'm the tallest anything you know. Um, you, you might be the tallest short guy I know. Yeah, really? <laughs> Thanks. It's not a fish. Um, yeah. But uh, there's a... I don't... No, I, I think the charm of Fallout really lies in its, uh, the aloneness of it. That you start alone. But you're never and you really alone. You are, though. You have companions. Really, you, have you have companions going with you. In Fallout 4, you have a dog with you. Well, if you play like me, you have a dog with you the whole time. There are people yeah. walking around. There's ghouls talking to you. You're never really alone. The impression I get from this, though, is that there's not even any NPCs or, like, factions. That, it's just everybody's yeah. a fucking vault dweller, and you're all just running around goofing off. That's a mistake, in my opinion. <laughs> they should definitely have NPCs in there. I, I think there will be NPCs in this. Maybe later. In I mean, I, I like I, I can't see how because like, what's everybody going to fight? Is it going to be just PvP everywhere? I don't think so. There's, there's definitely, there's probably definitely going to be NPCs in this. Is there going to be quests? Where are they going to get the quests from? They had there. Everything seems like it's like radiant, repeatable quests right now mm. that they're testing out. But I mean, mm. isn't this game two weeks away from full release? Yeah, it's real close. I mean, what is that? Real How do you close. what? I mean, uh, games that like delete themselves or or you save files that get corrupted and have to start over are, are you know not totally unheard of in video gaming. 
Um, but to have like your launcher fucking delete itself, like everything, <laughs> everything must go. Yeah, everyone. Um, I, I bet you yeah. it's it's Todd Howard, and he goes, "If one more fucking person asks me about the next Elder Scrolls game, I'm deleting this entire <laughs> fucking beta." But they already announced it. Yeah, but like he probably has so many follow up questions. Yeah, because all he did. Yeah, show oh yeah, there was there was a million follow up questions. Yeah. Like one more, it's all gone. Yeah. It's it gone. looks like uh, from chat frequency saying he canceled his pre-order because mm. uh, there's going to be no NPCs. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. But no, no NPCs like no quest givers because I, I, I saw a vi- I also saw a video a while ago where they're like they're like fighting like NPCs. I don't, I mean, are you? It, sure? it can't possibly be, be, are they be just like robots? a huge. It might be no human NPCs. No, I saw human NPCs getting their heads blown off because they were showing off like the VAT system. I don't know. Well, there's no there's no VAT system. This is in this I thought there no, was. No, there is. There's, yeah, no, they said. It's, they said it is. It, no, I saw videos. I it, it exists. It just it's in real time. It's just it's different. But how yeah, is that that's the video I was watching. Exactly. It's it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's autom. It's it's automated combat. It's like Final Fantasy thirteen. I I imagine that makes where it's hurt. like you you tell your player character what you want to do. It calculates percentages on the fly. Like Vats would. But, like, the whole point for me for Vats was so I can slow down time, pick out what I want to do, and then just, like, yeah. let it happen and not have it happen in real time. Craig, this is what happens when you go from a turn-based RPG to... Man, they have to really tighten up those I mean, shooting controls. I, I mean, personally, I like the idea of playing, like, Fallout and, and these big games with, with friends because, I, I like, I mean, even, like, Red Dead right now, I love playing Red Dead, yeah. but I would love it if, like... If if I was with my buddies riding together, oh, yeah. taking down hideouts, you know, hunting together, stuff like that. So in Fallout seventy six, I was like, oh sweet, I, I really liked and enjoyed Fallout a lot. And I was like, you know what, this world is so huge. I would love if when I'm building this town and I'm setting up turrets, put up things, a buddy of mine is fortifying the other part of town. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I don't know, maybe they'll run into it. I don't, I don't know, but uh, I, I was hyped for it. But after hearing that the controls seem to be unfinished from some of the uh, the, the testers, frequencies chiming up in chat. Um, a, a lot of, I saw on Twitter people, a lot of people canceled their orders because they're just saying this thing is such a mess. And it's so close to all, <laughs> watch. I don't know what they do. I mean, two weeks. Yeah. All I wanted out of a Fallout game, I don't even want like a full like bunch of people in the same world. I want to be able to toss... Casey, Surge, an invite into my game and you just like roll through like maybe four party max and just roll through the story. That's it. Hell yeah. That's all I wanted. And I mean, I'm getting pretty like I sell my pre-order on right now. I'm getting pretty close to canceling it too after everything I've been here. I'm getting real. I might not, but I'm it's starting to get to that point. Um, In the lighter news, and this is something uh, my brother actually told me this. So this is how he started off this news for me. He goes, hey, did you hear about Mr. Feeney? And if anyone ever asks you, have you heard you about hear a about 91-year-old man that you is beloved American treasure mm. on television, your first thought is, oh, my God, Mr. Feeney is dead. That's, that was my first thought. Quite the contrary. What my last thought would be, oh, he fought off a home invader with his bare hands. Well, guess what, friends? That's exactly what happened. Oh, my God. William Daniels, Mr. Feeney, a Boy Meets World fame, fights off burglars at home at the age of 91 years old, sleeping next to his uh, 89-year-old wife, who apparently... Do you remember in Boy Meets World when Mr. Feeney got married? To like the, yeah. It's her. He's actually married to her in real life. What? <laughs> what? My brain! My brain! 
That's is that crazy. real? Right? Really? Oh my god! My my brain just exploded in like the most amazing and most beautiful way. Like, it's a bittersweet. Yeah. It's like it's like just with, like you have all this like horrible news going on and like everyone's hating everyone another and all these like like homegrown terrorists and then all of a sudden you hear this wonderful news and you're like, ah, there is some sunshine out there. There is a breath of fresh air. That is one of the most beautiful things I've heard in in a while. Like I can't like he married, he married her. her. <laughs> IRL. Are you kidding me? That's so good. <laughs> and he protected her. IRL, dude. Oh man, that makes as a as a man, it makes me tear up. Just, he protected his woman, his lady. So so goddamn manly, mm. dude. That's so man. He was just like not in my house with my lady in here. You come to the wrong. So <laughs> apparently he was. Um, they were both home. He's ninety one. She's eighty nine. She's a couple years younger. Uh, the person forced open the back door. And uh, Mr. Feeney quickly turned on all of the lights, and that reportedly scared off the intruder. I don't know if they just thought that he wasn't home or whatever, or maybe Sean Hunter needed a place to sleep. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, he actually joked with Good Morning America and said that, I struggled with an intruder, took him to the ground. I beat him up and ran away, and he ran away with bruises all over him. And he's like, would you print that? That's a, that's a better story, is what he said. <laughs> uh, but that's still incredible good old mr feeney and also i bet you that burglar never watched mommy's world otherwise he would have been he would have had feeney lessons in his life and maybe you picked the wrong house (laughs) can you imagine if like the guy didn't run away and he just lectured him and like the music started playing and everything and man that'd be incredible oh my god the music starts (laughs) (laughs) and you're like you know and his last name just happened to be matthews You know, Mr. Mr. Matthews. Matthews. <laughs> and he just starts going into dialogue. Like the music just starts like slowly going. You're just like, oh man, I love oh man, I love those. And I, I met that cast in New York Comic Con. They were so and awesome. I saw that. Oh man, I'm so jealous. Oh my god, dude. They were so because you, you only have like a finite amount of time, yeah. but like oh, man, and it was towards the end of the day, but like you walked into the tent, it was just like me and my sister, and and it, it kind of felt like uh like, like a party. They were like, they're like, hey, they're all like really chimed up. It's like they're like, all right, here we go. Each person we see, we yeah. gotta make it like we're really happy to see them, and then there's like <laughs> and we're like, yo, it's you guys. Like, hey, hey. And we're just like, oh my God, thank you for childhood. Oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. blah. Took a picture. I was like, thank you guys. And, you know, I was just like, yo, oh my God. But I, I, I love that story. I love yeah. that story. It's such a crazy story. Yeah. Because even if that burger like was like if he didn't run away like I think Fiend would have like thrown himself yeah. like on 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 the line oh, yeah. for I mean like that's his house and his lady Dance you know now. he he got up and he was just like <laughs> do you imagine if he hulked out like I don't I don't think I could Dude. picture Feeney hulking out <laughs> like, like Armstrong from Metal Alchemist <laughs> he just like rips off his shirt and he's all Flexes like is the sparkles <laughs> it's so good it's with Feeney what are we doing <laughs> all right when did this podcast become my fanfic? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into the main event here. Let's let's talk about Castlevania uh, season two. Uh, so, as always, I wanna I wanna get into your mind right before you started watching this. You're sitting down on the couch or maybe in bed. You turn on Netflix. You hear the dong from the Netflix logo. You know you've turned on season two of Castlevania. What's your first thought? I swear to God, if there's only four more episodes, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> what about you, Serge? 
Yeah, same. I was just like, I hope this thing is longer. Really enjoyed the, the story of the first uh, Castlevania season. I thought it was really well done. I love the animation. Uh, the writer and the, and the showrunner uh, is, is the same guy. The, he's a really big fan of Castlevania, and it showed in the first season. Mm-hmm. So you watch the first season, you're like, holy crap, this is a really good story. The animation is really good, too, and I can't wait for the next one. You sit down, you're like, okay, Castlevania season two, lost. All right. You go to it. You're about to click on it. You're like, I just like Casey, it's like, I hope there's not like just four or five or eight episodes. Don't you Let's dare go. be a fucking tease right now. <laughs> don't, don't you dare. <laughs> and you see that it's what, 12 episodes? I was like, yes, let's go. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was uh, eight in this one, so 12 in total. Yeah. So mm. well, that's actually a good point. Was there really only eight? There's only eight in the season, and there's four yeah, last I season. Feel like, I feel like a bunch. Uh, so they, they doubled the amount they output, right? Is this a good move? Or do you think that they should have condensed it down to the four? keep with that oh no it's it's perfect okay. this is this yeah. is real this is a real show yeah. hell yeah, yeah. Uh, what happened in season one this is catch us right up you remember i remember trevor so, Bel- so- belmont is drunk and he kills some things <laughs> he's drunk as fuck getting into bar fights yeah. killing a cyclops and fighting alucard yep and what is truly and meeting his future wife amazing yeah. yeah yeah so it's basically you get introduced to dracula and but what, what i love about about dracula in this series is that the the the, the, the guy whom i forget i forget his name i got to bring it up again but the guy who created Graham McCavish show, is the voice of dracula okay yeah yeah but i'm looking for the the guy who created the show oh well warren, warren ellis is the writer warren ellis is one of my favorite comic book authors of all time period he's great. oh really Oh, I thought it was uh, what's Warren, his name? The show Warren runner. Ellis wrote every single episode. And huh, every single episode, it, I, I mean, I think it was for season one, but definitely for season two because they always show you the Castlevania and they give you the option to skip the credits, but the credits are ten seconds long, so it's not even worth. By the time you hit the button, the credits are over. Yeah, it's done. Oh yeah, I hate that, yeah. I hate that too because like like I want to see the, uh, the but the it credits. was uh, Sam and Adam Dietz, I think was the the name of the the directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But Warren Ellis wrote every single episode. And mm. like he, I think he did a fabulous job. Like you, you can definitely oh tell. God, like yeah. me being a Warren Ellis fan, like I can definitely see it, especially in a lot of the things Trevor says, and like the relationship between Trevor and oh, what's her name, Casey? Sypha. Uh It's just it just reminds <laughs> me of like Transmet, kind of, but you know he's not a creepy old bald guy with a ba- <laughs> with a bell disruptor and a table. Leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's yeah, not I, Grant I, Morrison. No, fighting vampires. <laughs> no. But yeah, in, in the first in the first season, we had uh, Dracula, who is this all powerful being. Like he's it's it's the story of Dracula, but he had a wife and humans. The disgusting wife too. Yeah, yeah, you know they uh, they murdered and killed his wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? yeah. So uh, so he wanted to seek revenge, yada yada. So you have to stop Dracula, or else he's going to kill everybody. Oh, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had Belmont teaming up with Alucard, also teaming up with this uh, speaker, um, who is like this monk, mage, mage type warrior, like a, a nuker. If you play MMOs, um, you know she stands back and hits him with everything from range, hard shot. Uh, I would say Alucard is your DPS, you yeah, know, sure. coming in yeah. with the swings, you know. And uh, you got Belmont, who's who's your 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 also DPS, but I guess let's let's put put in his tank. Well, whatever. no, I would say actually Alucard is more tank. So yeah. if you think about, oh yeah, he, he is, is he's stronger and he's heavy. You see yeah, him take those punches from his dad this season? Yeah, like, Are you kidding like, me? Like remember too, like when they, when they formed Voltron at the end, and he was in the front, and then <laughs> was um, um, Trevor was like literally only use Trevor has against a giant like 
fire lava ball with gravel is to make sure uh, that his future wife doesn't blow away. <laughs> I mean, you know, he knows he's got a sturdy back, but yeah, I would say uh, he's totally he's a glass he's the glass cannon for sure. Alucard can take the hit. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, definitely. And and this season, oh my god, they ramped it up. So Dracula wants to pretty much like commit genocide and destroy all humans because of uh, because of what what they did to his wife. They killed and murdered her. You know, she sent him out, sent Dracula out mm-hmm. on on basically a walk to 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 be among humans more, to appreciate humans more. Because before that, he was just he was Vlad the Impaler. He would just go around destroying, killing, and eating humans with 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 a plum. Um, and, his, and he found his wife, and he was just really smitten by her. And people who heard of this story was just like, really? Even the vampires, the heads of the other vampire nations from all around the world were just like, why is the Dracula infatuated with this human with cattle? That's these, all they see these them These humans. These humans. Like, they're cattle. They're, they're, they're our food. They're our drink. That's it. And uh, when when she was murdered and killed, um, he was just like, that's it. All of you are going to die. The, the best thing about this world was, was killed. Uh, and and swept away when you guys took it upon yourself to take her from me. So I'm calling upon the leaders of the vampire nation all around the world to come converge to my castle, the including castle. this really particularly obnoxious uh, Viking vampire. I love. Oh my God, Godbrand! Godbrand! <laughs> Godbrand! Godbrand! I, I liked it. it was great. And uh, yeah, and so he has these two um, forge masters who made, he made these generals. These two humans. These only two humans that Dracula who really tolerates. Absolute pieces of shit. Yeah, and they're actually in in the game, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and they're their forge masters. Like they were able to bring things back from the dead to give him an army, Dracula's army. Um, and he tells the nation of vampire leaders, "You will all like like listen to them. They are going to make make this mass genocide happen. They know how humans think. <laughs> it reminds me of Black Panthers. Like I know how colonizers think. I know, how and we'll do it. We'll kill them. We'll 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 send our troops worldwide. We'll kill all humans. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a bloodbath. It's gonna be so good." Yep, and here we have uh, season two, and we have Belmont, Alucard, and uh, the the the, spe- the 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 voice speaker. I forget her name. Sypha. I don't know. She was Sypha. Yes, yeah, Sypha. Uh, they 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 need to join together in order to stop this because you know having humans around is kind of a good, kind of a good thing. They want to keep people yeah. alive. They want to keep people yeah. alive. So that's where we are in season two. And god damn, they they ramped up oh, everything. Yeah. In this season, oh my god, this season was so good. If you guys haven't, if you guys listen to this and you haven't, uh, you know, listened to our first podcast about it or haven't seen it, definitely see it. It's back. a good one. It's 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 really it's one good. of those um shows for me that seemed like it never ended, but I was happy that it never ended. Like it was only an additional eight episodes, and they're only not even half an hour each. But man, like there was so much yeah. You into it. you really get through this quick. I watched this in just one. One sitting. Oh, I, I, it took me two days to get through it. Uh, I, I did it in one sitting as well because I just needed to see it yeah. all. <laughs> I well, it took to me two days because I, I watched it, it all. before work, so I had to actually leave for the day. But like, yeah. oh, I woke gotcha. up early. I had adult responsibilities. I had to be in a finishing this show. Adult. And 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 props to and this classic is his name. Greg being the responsible one. Who knew? Yeah. And this is same. Um, Adi uh, Adi uh, Adi Shankar, who's a showrunner. The showrunner is a guy who has overall creativity and authority for a show. He's the showrunner for season two, mm. and uh, and he's a guy who's he's a big fan of of Castlevania, along with the writers that we mentioned before and the original creators and the animators. But uh, yeah, uh, Adi Shankar is the showrunner for this, and 
man, the way he was talking about, I seen him in interviews where he was talking about how, how Dracula is such a tragic character that his genocide on the human race is not really like him declaring war. It's more of him declaring suicide. Yeah. Like he's a very tragic character because his wife is gone. There's nothing else for him to live for. He even says in the show, I used to revel and used to love the details of an upcoming battle. You know, like the, uh, you know, when he was talking to his forge masters and his generals, the, the two human guys, and he was just like, I'll leave the details to you guys, whatever, you know. And they're just like, okay, well, we want to move the castle here because Carmilla, who is a vampire who comes in late, she's the head of, a, of another nation of the vampires. The best and character. I loved her best character. New Absolutely. And, 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 and her thing in this show was more like a Game of Thrones thing, the way she was weaving the story, the way she yeah. was doing things behind the scenes. And even Dracula was just like, I see what you're doing. But I really don't care. <laughs> like, I really don't care. It's like, I know you're playing me, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even like it, though. Why he's you just always like, lying? He, he's so yeah. aloof and he's so not caring. Like, the, his only reason for still existing, because he was bored when his wife first showed up. Like, he was just living in there and he, was, he would go out and feed and that was it, right? Like, any mm -hmm. love for who he is or the world was gone. And then she, like, reintroduced, like, a little bit of a spark into him. And then when she was yeah. gone, he's just like, well, I don't know. Oh, revenge in fuck. one year, I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. What about my son? Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> or... He's probably still locked in a coffin. Poor Desmond from Lost. Wait, is that who that yeah, is? Yeah, it's really? James Gallus, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I Well, in <laughs> season one, I don't remember. I don't think I mentioned this on issue 107, but I was listening to Trevor, and I was like, he sounds really familiar. Like, is that... I think it might be like for whatever reason. I, was like, I think it might be Desmond from Lost. I think, and I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh no, he's the other guy in in the show." Okay, cool, right on. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's totally him, which is awesome. Or uh, you might know him from Battlestar Galactica fame. Nope, yeah. I definitely wouldn't know that. Yeah, Gaius Baltar. Gaius Baltar. Love that show. Love it. So good. Um, something I found very interesting is season one definitely revolved more around Trevor and kind of him. Yeah, he was very clearly the the designated protagonist. Yeah, and this one actually, you would think that like after watching season one, season two would cl very clearly be mostly about Alucard or Sypha. And nope. boy, were we wrong on both counts. It was mostly about Dracula. I'm starting to think, like, if the production cycle for animation wasn't as long as it is, mm. I would start to think, like, they took a page from Infinity War, and it's like, yeah, having the bad guy be the main character in the movie is kind of a cool thing. Um, yeah. But obviously that's not the case, because this takes for fucking ever to make. Well, I, there's also something else I, I kind of noticed. In one of the episodes, specifically episode two, I felt like they cheaped out on the animation. Really? There was a there, I mean, there right. were, like, a couple ins and outs, but there was, I, I didn't... Well, there was a scene where they're all they all set up camp when they're trying to get back to the Belmont house and it's right before they do. And you start looking at them and like, I was kind of like half paying attention. I was making breakfast and stuff. And I was, I looked up and all of a sudden it just looked a lot worse to me. Like the lip syncing was a little bit more often. It, it, you should be, the lighting wasn't quite as good. The, the detail and the line work wasn't there anymore. And it was only that scene. And then it cuts to another scene and it's just back to normal. The coloring was off too. It was very do odd. You, do you know if there were multiple studios working on I it? I don't. I assume there are though. Okay. I would absolutely assume there are because yeah, because it's 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 a huge feat to put yeah. push the thing together and it would. I mean, even even uh, like live action stuff, there's more than one studio that does like CG effects. Oh, yeah. So maybe maybe there, there's just more than one studio. I, I think of the credits there yeah. is. 
I mean, I'm not sure. Well, I just remember, Which, like, like I never noticed this as a kid, and I know this is such a weird fucking comparison to make, but epi- but like a- stuff like Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, like those Steven Spielberg type shows, they had maybe three, four different Korean studios working on episodes. Oh, I had no idea. And if you go back, you can see huge mm. differences in animations episode to episode. Mm. Um. And it like it's that kind of thing that like blows my mind. Like I never picked up on this as a kid, yeah. but now you know we see it right away that there's that there's differences. I didn't notice it. Yeah. Well, I, um, I had take... just binged season one right before too, just to get myself re caught up. And that mm. animation was so incredible. And then uh, episode one seemed really good to me. And then all of a sudden that just caught my eye. I was like, whoa, that's where they get like the cheap studios. It's like a filler scene that they had to put in or something. Like I don't know, but. That kind of threw me out. And it almost like ruined the experience for me because one of the main things I really like, one of the main things that I really like about this is like, obviously like great writing, um, interesting characters, all of that. But like the animation quality was really good and they took away one of the major things that I was enjoying about it. And then, you know, I was getting all worked up for nothing because it went back right back to normal. Uh, What I all really, really dig kind of about this particular season, um, not just the character of Dracula, but like his two people that we're talking about, Hector and Isaac, uh, just how deep they dive into these characters. And you really get a sense for yes. why, how they think and why they think that way. Hector, more specifically, I actually really enjoyed his arc uh, because God. and it, you don't really notice it until Camilla or Carmilla really like like says it. And he, she's like, yeah, everything is a pet to him. And that's how he just sees the world. And then Isaac approaches him later and he's like, oh, yeah, like these all these vampires I just viewed as like wolves. And like they were just like hanging out together, having a, or no cats, he said, I think, or something. Hanging out, having a good time. And now they're just like lashing out for no reason. And it doesn't make sense. And you're like, OK, like you see like this, those little lines of dialogue that you piece things together. And Isaac, with that horrible background, oh. <laughs> back horrible back, back. ah <laughs> i see, see i it. caught it right away see there um it, they, uh he prostrates himself folks yeah. and for those of you who don't have a word of the day calendar <laughs> um it's when you whip yourself in that fucked up religious way mm-hmm. if you've ever seen the movie uh <laughs> the da vinci code you'll know exactly or read the that. book that Yes, and 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 I love how he uses it as a weapon too. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! That was so fire! Dude, that god. was so fire, man! And, and it's so funny too because like you know you're like oh Dracula has these two humans that he kind of respects, and when they go into their stories, like you were saying, it's like damn, you kind of see why, mm. you know, like they, they they've been through some shit where like they they really are on the outskirts of humanity and they don't care about people whatsoever, and they have oh. no problem with leading the charge of these vampires. Literally like, the extermination everyone. of their own race. Yeah, and you see why they're just like man, and especially Isaac too. Like I loved his story and how brutal he is. And yeah, when he uses that that thing as a weapon, like like there's a, there's a, a part in the series where he like he wraps around some guy's face, pulls it off, and his like flesh yeah. and his skin is off, and he's all like ah, <laughs> I was like look at that. It's so awesome. And then he has like this, this, this like dagger that not only it kills vampires instantly, but it turns things undead into, into, into the undead. Well, that was super interesting interesting too, because they're both, what do they call them? Smiths? Forge Forge masters. masters. So you have Isaac and Hector as forge masters and they both accomplish it very differently, which I found super interesting. Like, um, 
you're saying Isaac has the dagger that he stabs and he fires up the fires of hell is what I call it and just stabs like a corpse and all of a sudden it's now a beast uh, with some sort of semblance of what the, he was as a human. Whereas yeah. you have Hector who primarily takes um, corpses and turns them into generic parademons or whatever. Like that's just what they are. And also cute dogs and kittens and such. That's all. I, I kind of want like a pop figure. That I know. <laughs> that'd be so great. The zombie dog. That. Dude, oh yeah, it'd be so great. It was so adorable cute with its one eye. I saw him do that. And I was like, what, did Tim Burton direct this episode or something? What's, what's going on? <laughs> it's, it's, it's... Toy's coming hey. soon. But yeah, like hey, Hector's interesting was, was interesting with his coins and he put it into a hammer to forge those things. Yeah. It was really cool. And especially the whole uh, thing with, with Camilla, one of my favorite, favorite God, when she uh, just characters. punches him and punches him and Well, well even 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 but before then, when she has a plan to take over uh for, for Dracula because she because her backstory is, you know, she I love that they went into yeah. backstories for all these different people. Yes. I mean I mean Camilla was pretty much, you know, uh, abused but by a vampire who turned her and she was just I mean the vampire got older and as she got older, he just didn't care. He was just like this man baby that she kept calling man baby. And she was like, in the end, I killed him. I took over all of his empire, and now I'm I'm the head in charge. You know what I mean? And then she was just like H- Dracula the HVIC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Dra- and she and then now she, with Dracula, she's like, no, not again, like, not another man, baby. All these like this moping, powerful vampire, and all he cares about is his human, his pet that he had. And now he wants us to march on all of mankind on her behalf because he feels that oh, they did me wrong. She's like, no, I'm taking over this empire, and here's how we're gonna do it. And she um, she gets to Hector, and I love what she I, does. It, it reanimates the, uh, the 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 priest. I was really annoyed with or her. Whatever, whatever the title time. is. No, I I, I, I love I, it, and I, I loved her 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 Game of Thrones tactic, especially when they, they were going to march upon this this city that was surrounded by water. Vampires apparently, a part of the folklore, don't like running water. It's a thing with yeah. them. And the Dracula's like, "Why would we go there? Running water?" And she's like, "It's a point because it'll it'll really help us strategically." And then he's like, "Fine, whatever." They get there. She alerts her troops that we're coming, take over everything. And also, what we're gonna do is have the, we're gonna have the priest, uh, we have the reanimated priest go in the water, bless the water so it's holy. She's gonna get her troops to pull out the bridge from underneath them, and the, the water becomes. I was like, that was so yeah. good. That was so damn good. I, tactics. Yeah, it, I mean, have, like the have, tactics were great. I just like, I'm so tired of like the Starscream, Black Arachnia. Like, I'm just like, I'm over. It. Black I'm over. <laughs> Where's my loyal lieutenant? Huh? Yeah. What a reference! I, I think it, it also like they did such a good job at making you like Dracula that you don't really want him to get taken down. You forget how big of a monster yes. he actually is. Oh yeah, 100%. he's the worst, yeah. and he deserves to die. Yeah, but like, <laughs> man, he was so chill in the season, except for that one flashback. But other than that, yeah. That flashback was so <laughs> that that flashback was so beastly when he's reminiscing to like his prime yeah. his, his Amazon Prime days Amazon Prime plug it yeah. in Twitch and subscribe <laughs> subscribe for free does, does it cost you anything um, <laughs> yeah like and he was just like reveling in in the destruction of everything and that was before he met his wife and he was just like oh back in those yeah. days you know and Carmilla's those just like, were the days <laughs> those were the days used to kill a whole village bathe in their blood and their entrails <laughs> those were the days ah uh, Sergio you get my joke yeah and then you get the old lady and then you go those were the days oh man but yeah I, I can see how you can get annoyed with her because like she was so incessant 
on drag just being this like mopey disgusting thing that she doesn't think anyone needs to follow anymore she was just like no we can't follow him and put ourselves in danger because he wants to kill all of mankind because his wife was killed his wife was a pet she was a pet she was cattle they're our food who cares and then the rest the rest of of the vampire uh you know high council thought so too like godbrand yeah i love god i <laughs> god love Peter oh, fucking godbrand his flashback was fucking so incredible. good <laughs> He's just in the snowy like like hills of Scandinavia, just destroying humans. Just like like surfing down on a shield. And he's just like, ha, ha, yes, <laughs> I'm living the fucking dream. The, the, the <laughs> only way that scene could have been better if they had that dancing in the sunlight from SpongeBob song playing in the background. Oh, oh that would have been so good. good. Murdering everyone. He was, but dude, it was like it was like he was like Rick. Yeah. He was like Rick, like yeah, motherfucker, let's go. <laughs> just two axes in his hand, he just was on killing cloud people. Nine. And that was like, there's no better time to be Godbrand than that one scene. It was wonderful. That was incredible. He, oh my I, god, Godbrand constantly thinking back to that one day <laughs> all the time. That's that's his only all good day. I love how uh, he stands up to Dracula too. Like he's the only one yeah. that goes up to his face and just says, "Like, what are you doing? Really, really, two humans? Yeah, really." Well, not even not even that. He's just like if he's the only one that went up to Dracula's face. It's just like you know, if you kill all of them, we don't have food, right? And he goes, "Oh, you'll be taken care of." He goes, "No, no, no. I hear what you're saying, but the numbers don't add up. If you kill, how are you going to take care of us if all the humans are dead?" And then he goes, "All oh, pigs." He's like, "I don't want to eat pigs the rest of my life." He goes, "Don't worry, you'll be taken care of." He's like, this is just going around in circles, this conversation. You keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not okay. And, 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 and I love how in that scene, like, like Dracula just like flexes on him and yeah, he, he just totally like, like stands up tall, full size, just, just like chest out. And he's like, I said, you'll be taken. And he like flexes on him. He's like, bro, do you remember I'm the, I am the one. Yeah. You forgot that I am the one. And then Godbrand looks tiny. Compared right? to him, and he you're is? like, yo, Dracula's like seven feet tall. He's huge, and you, you, dude, he's well, it's massive. easy to forget that because he's sitting down most of the season. Yeah. yeah, he's always like slum- like he's slumped over. Mm. He's he's so remorseful in the death of his wife that you know the the way the way and, and you know he lets them get away with talking to him in a certain way. I mean the, the two humans Hector and Isaac they I don't think they don't challenge him. They they talk with him and they might question him. But Goblin was just like, hey man, I'm telling you right now. Okay, I'm clapping. You hear my hands? Yeah. <laughs> if you kill all humans, what the? I'm clapping Dracula and Dracula's like, do not clap at me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and just the way that he stood, I was like, yo. Because he stood up out of his chair and he was just like, you forgot. Man. I'm the one. Let me remind you real quick that I am the one. God. And, the, and then what he said to follow up, Dracula was just like, God, Brand. What did he say? He said to speak so loudly to make everyone think that you're more important than you actually are. I was like, yeah. yo. Yeah, he really put him in so, his place. Yeah, Dude, that line was so good. Like, God, Brand, who, who makes everyone think he's more important than he actually is. Or I forgot what the line was, but it was so good. There's a lot and of good lines was... in the show. Like when they're first, oh, yeah. when they're first discussing like like what? Like what open bodies of water, like moving water, that hasn't worked on us in years. And it's like, hmm, would you ever think that poison wouldn't affect you if you ate poison? Like, <laughs> like you know, she's right. She's got a point. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Why not cover so all your historic bases of weakness? Takes 10 I, I, seconds. I, 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 I love the humor in this, especially with uh, with with uh, Belmont and Alucard. Yeah. Like they're 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 like love hate oh, relationship. Like they're. I, I love the part where they're just like, yeah, eat shit and die. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and they do it twice. They do it at the end yeah. when they're saying goodbye. It's like, well, fuck you. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> 
and their team their team dynamic worked out so well in this one like you got a feeling for they're on there it's just them three against this unspeakable odd and no and like it's it's them it's just them on this like you have, you're going up against dracula and like the higher yeah. ups of like these other vampire nations like the, the indian vampire look really damn cool yeah. i wish she spoke and and and, and the japanese one look really damn dope yeah. too I was just like, yo, like those two barely spoke, but man, when they fought, I was like, oh my god, they were terrifying. Especially the Japanese one who was like, like, like a ghost, kind of like mm-hmm. in Japanese folklore kind of mm-hmm. thing. That was really dope. But the Indian one looked so cool with her gold and like her jade and stuff. I was like, yeah. yo. But anyway, yeah, the, the like, but Belmont, uh, Alucard, and uh, and and the oh, God, I forget her so much. But yeah, like uh, their their dynamic is really interesting, and uh, and I loved how they fleshed it out. Like that, where where Belmont was like, "Oh, hey, by the way, let's go back to my house where I got a whole bunch of uh, stuff where we can learn about the history of the Belmonts." It was it was like and, um, he has done such a he grew so much as a character just like in this season alone. Yeah. Um. A he didn't have one drink, but B like he he was and like I have mixed feelings about it because I do love character development but I just really loved how aloof and how uncaring and how easy everything was for him and then obviously you go up against Dracula and like his actual direct army it's not going to be that easy than taking out drunks at a bar or whatever Uh, but he definitely (laughs) got a little more broody kind of and um and even well he had to he had to confront running away from his family yeah and his lineage yeah and it 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 makes sense but like it it took away a little bit what i like about the character and then it came back towards the end and it was got to a point for me where alucard and trevor were both being like super broody and i'm just like what do we like just have like two like david boreana's angel going on right now like what the (laughs) hell is going on with this and then um, it actually took sifa to like bring it out and then i started really seeing the subtle differences where she said that, um, sure, like Trevor's sad, but there's an end to the sadness. Like she can make a joke and like it'll like snap him out of it even for a moment and he'll like jab back and it'll be good. Where she says that to Alucard and he's just like endless darkness, which is super emo to talk about a vampire like that. But she's like, yeah, there's no, yeah. there's nothing good, like nothing, not good, but nothing happy about him. He's just here. And he has one thing he wants to do. And I thought for sure he was going to bitch out in the fight against his father. I thought for sure for a second. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do that to us. I know They've they wouldn't. Too but many like, times and shit. There was so like the big fight at the end, which was brutal. Woo! Brutal. That was amazing. Punches. If, 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 even even right right before yeah, yeah. that, like when they, when they came to Dracula's castle, all yeah. three of them. Well, where 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 she, she teleported the oh castle to. They're like, hey, so they're like, where's the castle? She goes, I'll oh, put it right on top of us. There we go. <laughs> right it's on, on top, top of, of this 200-year-old <laughs> library. Made of wood Made and of dirt. dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you should go. Great. But it turns and, and out love- they don't really have to go. No. And I love that the, the weapon, uh, the Belmont whip. Oh, oh whip, my God. Because yeah. that, that's Classic. in the game. Yeah, Morning the whip. Star. I was like, yo, it's the whip. Yes. The morning, the morning star. Even Dracula was just like, oh. I feel like <laughs> they only true. called it the morning star because calling it the vampire killer would have been too on the nose. Yeah. It's like, yes. it's like, oh, I found my family's amazing vampire killing whip. What do you call it? The vampire killer. <laughs> the the, that, the that vampire killer morning. So it's not. I think that would have been on brand for the show though. Because they do a great job at like uh, balancing humor with um, drama and action, like they do a really good job at that. So they also played the theme 
which I'm fucking yeah. crazy about. They did. That final dude. battle, they did a remix of the. So yes. Oh my god! But dude, all three of them coming into the castle, and then wow. you see, oh my god, dude, Alucard just charging in with like his his magical sword and the whip, and then and then we got the Avatar over here. She's got right. like ice and fire. I was like, right. what? Doesn't it Fuck so yeah! Yes. Parkora shows dude. up in the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Meanwhile. And then that final battle, Greg. Oh, Oh my God. So punches so hard, the castle starts to, like, be affected by it. When Dracula punched Alucard, uh, like, when he had him in, like, that down stance, and it, like, almost ruined that little platform they were on, I was like, no one's holding back on this anymore. And um, they're fighting, and they actually, Alucard gets knocked into his old bedroom as a child, and Dracula immediately snaps out of (laughs) this, like, rage. Eyes turn from blood red back to their normal. And he just stops. I I love that his whole attitude is just like, my boy. Yeah. I'm <laughs> fighting my boy. My boy. I've abandoned my child. I know exactly. I've abandoned well, my that, It was we make fun, but it was it was done much better. Yeah, it was better. a lot better than that. It was yeah. really it was it really got at your heart. Well, they, they show like some flashback, really I think, if I remember correctly. And like it's as you see yeah. Know, it's a little bit later where you see like the the wife again and all this, but like I thought for sure that was probably like Alucard was not gonna follow through, and then he gets the bedpost from his childhood bed, snaps it off into a stake, oh and I'm just like, God, this is dude. it. And not only does he kill his own father, he does it slowly. He makes him fucking feel every it. last. Second. I told you you'd you'd pay for that. <laughs> you die for that. So crazy. And then um, there's a point where like so he does he stakes his father and his father's melting, like the like the wicked witch of the west. A totally sick way to die as a vampire, yeah. dude. It was the most beautifully horrifying like death. Like he's not just gonna burst into no. flames. He's yeah. Dracula. So he's got to go like really like. And there's another point too where um, Sypha comes in and she's like, "Let me finish it." And again, like I thought I saw a sense of hesitation, but he just like looked at look at his dad melting into a puddle and goes, "All right," and just takes a step back, very nonchalant, very emotionless, just takes a step back and Sypha finishes the job, and it was just incredible. And it was that last fight scene was with the three of them and whoa. Oh, baby. That Super Saiyan battle they had. (laughs) Just going through the castle and the different angles he used were were, were pretty dope, too. You know, like, oh my God, the production value in that fight was. Well, even just like the use of music, too. Like, not just like having like the classic theme, but when there was no music left anymore and you start feeling that's when you really feel the punches. Dude, oh my God. And they sound like they Mm -hmm. hit, (laughs) they smashed. Especially when he got really pissed. He's like, I'm Dracula. It'll take more than that to Mm -hmm. kill me. I was like, yes. Oh man, yeah, that uh, was great. All that being said, let's just jump through these next points very quickly. Favorite character? It's still tra- it's still Trevor. It's still Trevor. Trevor, and uh, <laughs> he's got the sickest burns. He's just like I. Just, he's just right up my alley. Like if if whenever I play D anD D ever again, and I'm as a character, I'm gonna be like a Trevor like character, and I'll probably <laughs> have a dog in it. That's about it. Uh, and God's brand. Godbrand was awesome. Godbrand was good. Definitely, um, Camilla for yeah. for me. I, I I liked I liked her attitude. I liked I liked her because I liked Game of Thrones. And I thought I was like, oh, this is what they're doing this. Oh, good angle. Yeah, she's here. very Cersei, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah, the way she was weaving yeah. stuff, and and the fact that how how she was so sadistic too, like when she owned mm-hmm. Hector in in the end, dude, where she was just like, you know what, like uh, Dracula's dead, you're my forge master now, and I will be queen of this world. And he was just like, uh, I don't know about that. And she was like, oh, okay, bet, and started beating the ever living <laughs> crap out of him. <laughs> I love it. And, and dude, it just just the way that like the camera just stood. I say camera, but like you know, because you can see it yeah. as a move. This way, the camera stood on her, and you see off screen, and you get these wet noise of her just mm-hmm. beating his face in, and her just smiling in the butt. And and she was doing it. They held that for a while, just just so you know she means business, and just so you know that he's getting the crap. She's he's getting a mud hole beaten to mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And I loved how long they held on, like him just like her just beating that point into him. You're mine now. You're my human. You're a pet, okay? And like you know, and he, especially a moment before that, he was like, "I thought your whole angle was making it seem like you respected me." And she was like, "Oh, I don't need to do that anymore." Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I'm I'm above that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rarutu <laughs> in chat, like that's her reek. Yeah, like he's he's reek. He's Rick and she's uh yeah, but oh man, she was so sadistic. But it was so funny. He was just like, "I'm not coach." She goes, oh, "Okay, bet." <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but like when when I watch, I watched it twice. Yeah. The punching scene, just because it's so yeah. visceral and it's so good. Dude, I'm just so imagining good. like Jim Ross from wrestling, just being like Stone Cold with God. My God, man's getting mud holes stomped in, and yeah. there are children in here. My God, there are families <laughs> watching this. <laughs> He's got a family. Dude. He's got a family. He's got All right, Casey, favorite character? Uh, I said it was Trevor before, Trevor. but my favorite new character, probably also Camilla. I do want to give a lot of props to Isaac, though. Yeah. He is. Um, yeah. Isaac I is mean, he was, he was really good. gouged out some goddamn eyeballs. Yeah. Yo. You know, need go to be for the eyeballs. That shit. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Call my balls, um, Isaac. Dude, that, that that ending there was was amazing because it just solidified why he needs to continue on his crusade. Because you know, especially living in the in in that time in hell, even yeah. today, you know, where you have you know like it, it like really really visceral. Oh, you know, they don't see him as a human being. You know, the, like the like the the vampire of all right. time. Like Vlad the Impaler Dracula saw him right. as human more than like those guys who rode up on him in the end, yeah. which is like, oh, yeah, like they literally said, no, you're whatever to me. Like, I will do with you what I will. You don't speak to me like that. And it's just like, man, Dracula saw him as human. And this guy, here he comes. He's just like, nah, man, like we're going to sell you off or we're going to use you as meat, like whatever. And he was like, oh, okay, bet. Yeah. <laughs> he brings out him. <laughs> I love all these guys throwing down the gauntlet. And it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I guess we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and not only does he just murderously kill those guys, but he brings them over into. He's like, okay, I guess I'll start my army. Is is Isaac gonna be the next Dracula? Uh, <laughs> what's yeah. gonna What's gonna happen? Like, is he gonna rule the world? Is he gonna become like Xerxes from three? Is that Is that the is that, the, is the, that the, the, the prequel? <laughs> is that the implication? Is that Xerxes? <laughs> is that because you know he's kind of like he looks like him? Because like, this Xerxes is I this mean, like, I like mean, a three hundred? My head canon is that the the Belmonts are the. the the uh, ancestors of the Winchesters. That's just my. Oh, oh man, I I would kill for a Castlevania supernatural I, crossover. I can't, especially with how Trevor awesome. is in this. I can't unsee that. It's just like he's he's a he's a Winchester right there, plain and simple. So yeah, we have Winchesters. Winchester. We have three hundred. We have supernatural. We have three hundred. All coming out of Castlevania right now. It's great. Hell yeah! Uh, dude. What about least favorite character? Season three. 
um, liked everybody def- in this show. Really? I don't really think there's yeah. like a dull character or somebody I was like rolling my eyes at. Like they all were developed pretty well and and they all really serviced the story. For me it's Camilla. It's just like Re- are you predictable. Serious? Wow. She's well thought out, she's wow. well written, but predictable ultimately. I she love shows it. up and I'm wow, like, You're I love to fuck them over. I know you are. Well, yeah, but it's just the way that she does it in the way and her dialogue. Too, I was hoping for like a little care. more originality in the character than other than just she is the star scream to his Megatron. Like she will take mm. over and she will be super underhanded. And I've just seen it done a million times in a million different ways. Mm. Yeah, you really hate that trope. I'm starting to yeah. get that sense. It's just like <laughs> I don't know, I'm done with it. Like the, in the classics, it's great, but we, we've moved beyond there. Um, yeah. Not to say that I don't appreciate the, the the writing and the backstory and like how they've really kind of developed her, but the trope itself, I'm just done with. So every I found myself every time she showed up on screen, I already didn't trust her. So I was like, do whatever you want. I already wrote written you off. And Dracula did too. He's like, I don't fucking trust Damn. you either. So whatever, I don't care. Do what you want to do. Yeah. It's fine. Um, this is being called the. Actually, sir, did you have a least favorite character, or it was uh, the one I can't remember? Oh. The, uh, the Avatar, <laughs> Sypha. Yeah, Sypha. Like she, she, she was, she was all right, but uh, I, you know, I, I didn't really like care for her yeah. story, and you know, she, she, she served her purpose, but I, I felt like she was just there. You know what I mean? I mean, she, she did a good thing in the end. She was able to use her knowledge to bring the castle where it was she she can read um multiple uh, books of, with ancient languages and stuff like that even ones that the belmont didn't, re- didn't really know what they were and alucard was like oh i kind of know what the language you're talking mm-hmm. about and she did a purpose but uh, you know she's kind of there so to me she was she was the only one that was met yeah. but everybody else it, it did is like casey said it is such a good job of weaving all these characters that i really didn't roll my eyes at anyone but her she was i don't roll my eyes at her either but she was I mean, she was all right I mean, you but, can't remember her name so that's <laughs> exactly. yeah, absolutely. yeah. Uh, this is being called the best video game adaptation do you agree uh, the best I'm also looking I'm also I'm also looking at like Silent Hill and that was pretty good yeah um yeah. but but if, if we're gonna if we're gonna look at them both side by side I would I would say this is really good I, I, mean, I would really say different. this is more faithful than Silent Hill Mainly because the way Silent Hill kind of works is it takes your fears and your guilt and all that and turns it against you. The movie didn't really do that. Like the nurses are the prime example of that. The nurses, I think, mm. first showed up in Silent Hill 2, I want to say. And that was because the character, um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, His he kills his own wife. And is like riddled by torment. And that's what Silent Hill feeds off of. And also might have slept because his wife was uh, sick. It might have been cancer or something. It was something that made her look horrible. And he sexualized Mm -hmm. the nurses that were around because he was just like, you know, not sexed up in any way, shape or form. Yeah, he's just, and also he's just a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, he's a giant piece of shit. <laughs> he's a huge piece he's of shit. But, so, like, that's why the nurses, like, look like that and are terrifying like that. And in the movie, they're just like, oh, this was in the. This was in the game, so it's in the movie now. 
And same thing with like Pyramid Head. And and and, and also and also like uh, in the movie, it's it's not the dad, but it was the mother who went to Silent right, Hill, right. who went looking for the yeah yeah. So so, but but he changed it around because well, I guess, I mean I mean it wasn't mother, it was the dad. Sorry, yeah yeah. In the movie, it was the mother, but in the game, it was the dad who went but like, went looking like for even for so her like the first you, one. you could have a movie about Silent Hill and not have it be about the characters that are in Silent Hill, but keep the rules the right. same. And they definitely didn't do that. They just mm-hmm. had the monsters, and it was a great movie. Don't get me wrong, it, it's definitely one of the best video game adaptations of all time mm-hmm. um that's not really saying too much either looking at the competition yeah the bar is set super low i would say but, yeah i mean i mean it, the, that is the conversation it's gotta it has to be it, the conversation what when have you ever enjoyed an animated thing based on a video like when have you ever enjoyed anything about a video game that wasn't a video game hmm that's very true. true. It's different when it's like a franchise like Star Wars. It has video games that are really good. It has comic books that are really good. Um, but but being a video you know, game property first. But it then... starts as a video game. I don't know. I mean, maybe that uh, Minions Super Mario Brothers movie is going to be pretty dope. But until that comes <laughs> out. Maybe, no, maybe that's not a the Hedgehog movie. Maybe. Yeah. Ugh. No. Oh. And it sucks too because like video, oh man, video game movies have not been good. So yeah, when you when you go to be like, hmm, which one has been like, and you look at them all, and you're like, ah, because I mean, as much as I enjoyed the Warcraft movie, it could have been a hell of a lot mm. better. But 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 I didn't hate it as much as the, as the critics did. I actually enjoyed it because because I played Warcraft and and WoW and like stuff like Warcraft that, movie. like even before WoW came out. I didn't care for. It. I, I I liked it, but like I wouldn't put it up in like it's one of the best video game yeah. movies. That, uh, Rarutu well, in chat, Final Fantasy VII, Advent wonder, Children. Advent Children was was good, but I uh, I, I, I but, still want nah, to address I mean, that though because uh, Adam also says Soul Ghetto Guy said first Dead Space animation movie, and I want to say that Advent Children and, and the Dead Space movie are not adaptations of the of the material; they're just prequels and sequels. So they they further the story a little bit instead of adapting it, and you know retelling it essentially so i don't think i would categorize that in the, in the same list i don't know i think that's that's being a little too well uh, like the first the first dead space movie the animated movie literally takes place right before isaac shows up on the ship right it's how that ship gets messed up so you're, you're not adapting the material that's already there it's that you're expanding, you're expanding on, okay and i am being picky on that but there's just a difference to me in adaptation mm-hmm. versus ex- expansion yeah. You know. Okay. So, that's just me being good old boost being boost. <laughs> yeah, I I would I would have to say that it is. I mean, but they also they take a lot of liberties with it. I mean, I guess it's faithful to the game upon which it's based. Yeah. With the exception of they're missing their sweet ass hunchback companion. Yeah. Who is in, who is in that game? Um but it's good. It's it's a retelling in every conceivable way. I mean, you could play Castlevania three on your NES a million times, and you'd never get the sense that Trevor Belmont's a wisecracking alcoholic, <laughs> you know, monster hunter. <laughs> you wouldn't. And you know, the only character depth you ever get from Al- for Alucard, who is the same Alucard in Symphony of the Night, mm-hmm. is from Symphony of the Night. It's from a different game. You know, these games didn't start getting like a. I wouldn't even say a really great narrative until you get to those PlayStation Game Boy Advance era ones where you can have them have dialogue and stuff. And it's not just cryptic shit like, oh, what a terrible <laughs> night for a curse or kneel in front of this wall for 15 seconds. So you get picked up by a tornado <laughs> and like fucking weird. 
Yeah, th- th- this this series is definitely a, a yeah. must watch. I mean, even if you're not a fan of Castlevania, it's it's, it's really just a damn great good. Story with great characters when you really yeah. down to it. And it's so funny because like who who would have thought? I mean, when we first heard about like Castlevania coming to Netflix, I remember we were speculating about this in the early Bad Kitty mm. Funky days, and we're Back like, oh, this, this should be new. Yeah, I mean, we were just like, oh, I mean, what could they do? Just like Casey said, I mean, like a lot of the characters weren't really fleshed out. There's not much you can get from them from from the games unless you really deep dove into some of them. Like there was a game, uh, the Game Boy Advance. It was uh, not Aria of Sorrow, but it's where Alucard. Um, in Castlevania Aria of Sorrow, you, you played as Soma Cruz and you eventually become Dracula. And then the game after that, like you play as Alucard going to, against Soma Cruz. And then there's more dialogue there. And you can see like Alucard's person more because he really wanted to stop Soma Cruz, especially what he was doing as Dracula. But, and yeah, you got I a mean, Belmont the, in those games with Julius Belmont, who's the one who killed Dracula for real, for real, mm, in the Great yeah. Vampire Wars of 1999. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> those games are so awesome. <laughs> they're, they're so rad. <laughs> they are. They're fucking, like, they're off-the-wall fucking crazy, and I love it. So good. But, yeah, th- this this was really good, too, and I definitely recommend it to people who are checking it out or like, oh, it's just good. Definitely, I would yeah, say watch. Fucking do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what do you want from season three? We know there's going to be a season three. Oh, can oh, I go man. first? Yeah. yeah. Wait, this isn't the secret question. No, we don't have. We don't have we're not going to have time for spoilers. There's no time for secret questions tonight. Well, then just do it now. Cue it in. Secret question. <laughs> All right, fine. Oh, yeah. Um, I want time skips. Time skips. Okay. I'm I'm done with Trevor Belmont. Like he's yeah. been fun, and I like him a lot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, but I want give me another Belmont. Show me the legacy of the family continuing on. Like Alucard is like the strange, fucking weird, immortal uncle. Mm-hmm. You know, now that now that they're united in the same house, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think it's great. I think it's a great place to build from. You know, you could. You already have sorcery and all this stuff and Isaac's dabbling and shit. Like, even though he's human, it doesn't mean he's not, you know, maybe extremely long-lived by the time we next see him. Something like that. Like, you could make him a huge antagonist, leave Dracula behind and just move on. You could do the Soma Cruz story. You could adapt those those Game Boy games where it's so far in the future Dracula gets reincarnated. Spoilers. Mm. But, you know. Only, only <laughs> if the guy from Prison Break voices him. Yeah. Oh, God. That would be. You're clever. Because clever man. Dracula too. Oh, from chat, Rutu saying fight Alucard from Helsing. Oh, jeez. That's interesting. Fight Marvel Comics Dracula. <laughs> he's fucking. He's classy as fuck. I love him. Uh, Serge, what do you want? Season three. Oh man, uh, the the time skips is a really yeah. good idea. Like, and after this series finishes, like, man, what what do I want from this? I, I'm not even sure, but I, I'm glad. I I definitely want to see more of. Carmilla's antics in her game of Thrones. I mean, like, like, well, what is? She, I think we're gonna see that, oh, sure. like, her rise yeah. to power if she even gets that far. If if Alucard is gonna stop her, because she's definitely going to make a move on Alucard, because I think that that castle is power, and maybe she finds a way to um, get that that teleporting cube back together. I don't know. Maybe she's heard of some ancient archives. She goes, "Oh, I know how to make this castle teleport again." And maybe there's more power in that castle than they realize. And she tries to storm it or something like that. But I definitely want to see see more of her and see her arc and where that goes because I didn't expect any of this. All these different right. story arcs right. in this one, and in and only so eight well episodes. Done. Yeah, and it was so well done, so well done. So I, I don't even know. I'm just like, leave it up to the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, 
I, I didn't expect this, and it was a great surprise. But yeah, Prequel. what about you, Greg? Simon. Ah, I want to see yeah. Simon. I want to see that chamber, like before Trevor gets to it. I want to like see all of that. I, like maybe, well, he wouldn't be. Well, he is the first that we have in the Castlevania games. But do you think he would be the creator of that chamber, where he starts to fill it up? Hmm. Simon's not even the first Belmont. How is he his great grandfather or grandfather? What is he, what is I don't know the. I think the order. Trevor's before. No, he can't be before Simon. Trevor's oh after. Trevor has to be after. Uh, I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> what number Belmont is Simon? <laughs> Belmont yeah, I definitely family see, tree. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Soul uh, uh, I definitely want to see what happens with Isaac. Like, where's yeah. that going? Yeah, right. what the hell is that? Oh, about? Yeah, Tre- Trevor Xerxes? Belmont is older than Simon oh, no Belmont. Kidding. He's two generations before. I was oh, right. Shit. Well, fine. Yeah, I don't want to break. Not, I know my shit. Yeah, you... Don't fuck with me. He exclaimed with great relish. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so if you do do the time skip story, you would get Simon, I mean, or you could get. Well, so I, I want a prequel, so I guess Leon would be it. Yeah. Let's see, I want to see the beginning of that like tomb. What is he from? Uh, Castlevania Judgment. Leon, I, I don't know. know. I don't know it that well. I don't know it well anyway. at all. But I know he's from the 11th century. All right. Yeah. Well, so get, there you get go. That going. Get, you know, that's the nice thing about this is you could get a vampire hunter in any era. Yeah. And that I just want to see the beginning of it. I think it'd be really cool because they have all this buildup at the end of season two. And then do maybe like a four episode, like, go, like make that the formula. Four episodes, then eight. So four little tastes, get a little bit of like the beginning of the Belmont clan and then go to an eight where you maybe do the time jump and you go to like start catching up with everyone, all the loose ends from season two. I think that would be really fucking cool. Well, just for your, if you're playing at home, if you heard it here first, write in and tell the writers of that show that they're hacks and we should get their millions yes, of dollars. Give it all to us. <laughs> Every show, every movie, every movie, especially the DC stuff. Just they're all horrible horrible yep. and with all that being said that is officially all of the time that we have for tonight this has been issue number 164 of the bad carry funky podcast we're going to go ahead and follow us on facebook yeah. SoundCloud, twitter instagram uh give us a sub- subscribe on apple Podcasts. we're on spotify google play um iheart radio I always forget about iheart radio good old iheart radio um remember if you're sitting there on apple Podcasts as well go ahead and leave us a rating and maybe a little bit of a comment we always appreciate that as well and you can always find us right here at twitch.tv slash bad coyote funky on thursday nights 10 p.m eastern standard time um and you know we appreciate everyone that shows up uh, consistently and hangs out and chat with us uh tonight we had soul ghetto guy adam good to see you my friend we had Frequency showing up. I haven't seen that name in a while. That's great. Good to see yeah. you, bud. Uh, we also had uh, Rutu show up as well as Misery right at the end uh, with the Bow. gifted tier one subs. And we always appreciate that. And if you, Thanks for if giving you that hear sub. the term gifted tier one sub and don't know what that's about, you should show on up at twitch.tv forward slash funky on Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where maybe you'll get a gifted sub. Maybe you can gift yourself a sub, like Serge was saying earlier, with a good old. <laughs> you Twitch too Prime. could gift you a too sub. You too could help support the nerds you know and love on a monthly basis without costing you any additional money. 
It's true. It's true. It's very, very true. Uh, we also are affiliated with Humble Bundle, and they just recently actually released a couple really cool bundles. I know I shared it with, with you guys. I want to go ahead and share it with our loving fans as well. So uh, they actually are having... They have nine bundles out, out right now, just to let you know. Comics, books, games, everything. The ones I want to... Uh, really focus on our two game bundles you have the wb classics bundle so for the low low price of 12 dollars or more you get arkham knight with the season pass bastion mad max injustice ultimate edition 10 percent off of the incredible lego the incredibles Ooh. scribble knots unlimited shadow of mordor game of the year edition and arkham origins Ooh, damn oh that's damn that's good quite a load 12 bucks damn uh, the other one uh, I actually I got both of them, even though I have some of the games on them. <laughs> right, like all the, all these games that we've either played or games that if you haven't played them, yeah. you should get on. Like, these are really good. Like uh, Day titles. of the Devs twenty eighteen is a pretty interesting one as well. So if you pay twelve dollars or more, you get uh, Minute Hyperlife Drifter. You get Rhyme Hotline Miami two wrong number Ukulele, which is something that I'm really excited to jump into. Full Throttle Remastered and Burly Men at Sea. So the for me the highlight on that is for twelve actually for six forty three specifically you get Ukulele and, and Hotline Miami two and Rhyme, which are all well you know very positive to mostly positive in terms of their Steam ratings. And if you do not game on PC, that's fine because THQ Nordic just released a new bundle for PS4. So for 15 bucks, you get Titan Quest, Darksiders War Mastered, uh, Battle Chasers Night War, uh, Sign Mora X, Black Mirror, Destroy All Humans 2, Red Faction 2, The Dwarves, This is the Police, Lox Quests, and Gianna Sisters Twisted Dreams Director's Cut. Sweet Christmas. And all of these games that you can get for the low, low price, if you use the link, the humble link that you're seeing in chat, or if you listen to this after the fact, you can see it in the show notes. We get a little bit of that, a little bit of that. So not only are you supporting a good cause, not only are you supporting the developers, not only are you supporting Humble Bundle, but you're supporting us too. So if any of that interests you, awesome. If not, you know, move right along. It's fine. We love you guys. And remember, we'll see you next time or we will see you another time.